Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we complete the final chapter of the earthly life of Stephen. If you are following along in your Bible, this narrative is found in Acts chapter 7, verses 44 through 60. Stephen wraps up his biblical defense and accusation of the Jewish rulers. The result was mob justice. Please listen to Pastor Harris as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, Lord Jesus, Receive My Spirit. The Jews did not have authority under the Romans to execute anyone. They did not have the right to do uh, capital punishment. But in this case, they were too carried away in their blind rage and frustration to care at all about that. They didn't, they didn't try to go find Pontius Pilate or any other Roman to do this for them. Now, how do we reconcile that? Well, we have no commentary about it anywhere in Scripture, so the ultimate answer is we don't know, but we can only assume the Romans didn't intervene in this case because it was an internal matter among the Jews. And they gave the Jews quite a bit of latitude as long as they posed no threat to the stability of the rule of Rome. Now remember in the case of Jesus, they wanted to murder Jesus, but they were afraid that the followers of Jesus would riot and it would cost them their positions because the Romans would get upset. So they went through that, that mockery of justice and tried, to eventual, tried and eventually did convince the Romans that Jesus posed a threat to them so he had to be crucified. Here, we're just really mad and we're going to kill this guy. And they got away with it. And surely you notice that first mention of a young man named Saul. It won't be too long in our study through Acts. You're going to see him converted, transformed, uh, transformed into the Apostle Paul. We saw an earlier mention of uh, Paul, Saul's rabbi mentor, Gamaliel. He's the one that gave the, the wishy-washy advice back in chapter 5 that let the apostles be set free again. And we mused back then, was it possible if Gamaliel was there? Perhaps his star pupil Paul was there in chapter 5? And I think he probably was, but I know for sure he was here. And he was a willing participant. He was complicit in the murder of Stephen. Maybe he didn't throw stones because he wasn't one of the ones who had lied about what he had done, but he was there. So put a bookmark there. We'll come back and praise the Lord, we're going to see Saul become Paul. But before we leave this chapter, I want you to let it get personal with you. This is a historical record. It's a long time ago. We're not in Israel. We don't have any apostles. We're fresh out of temples at the moment. 
we, how do we connect to this? Well, it is the historical record of, of what happened, and it is God's Word. Therefore, we know it is profitable to teach us, to reprove us, to correct us, to train us. So, before we leave this chapter, what lessons are here for us in Idaho 2,000 years later? Gentiles, not Jews. How might this help us in our walk with Christ or if the day comes that someone wants to kill us for our faith? Well, I'd like you to think back through this chapter so that you can learn from Stephen's words and his examples and his attitude. And let me just suggest to you lessons that we would well learn from the example of Stephen. Number one, the lesson in demeanor. Remember I pointed out how he began by saying, hear me, brethren and fathers. Even with his life on the line, he spoke calmly, he spoke respectfully, he treated people as um, individuals created in the image of God. He He respected their position even though they were abusing their position. He could have said, I protest. I demand a retrial. Uh, Go call the apostles and all my friends. Have them bring their placards. We need to protest. You're violating my rights. No. He turned the subject to what the subject really was. You're mad because Jesus died and rose again. And you don't like that. There's a lesson in his demeanor. Secondly, learn the lesson of long-term preparation. Stephen had a spectacular grasp of the Bible. Now, trust me, he didn't get that from perusing a few scrolls the night before this happened. You you don't become strong in an instant. Uh, You you see a a spectacular work of architecture. You You see this bridge and you see... Uh, many semis going both ways on the bridge, and the bridge is strong enough to support them. Well, the bridge didn't become strong because the semis rolled over them. The bridge became strong because it was built strong. And if you aren't to the point yet that you can summarize the flow of the plan of God for redemption in the Bible, well, don't beat yourself up. Instead, Start taking little steps day by day to build your understanding, to build your comprehension. You know, Jesus promised that He would, that he would bring to the minds of His apostles what they needed to say. Well, you know what? God never reminds you of anything that you don't have in your mind. You can't remember anything you don't know. Don't don't just say, God's going to supernaturally give me revelation at the moment. No, He already gave you the revelation, every single thing you need. So start working your way. Inch your way along. There's a great way to do it. Been uh, suggested by others besides me, but I will do this even though I get no commission for recommending the publication. A great thing to do is pick any book of the Bible. Start in Genesis if you want to. Maybe you want to, uh, maybe you would rather pick um, Haggai because you don't know what's in there. Uh, But pick 
any book of the Bible you want. Take your MacArthur Study Bible. Yes, I'm recommending a specific one because uh, for all the good ones that there are, there's none better than that. Read slowly and carefully, meticulously through that book and read every footnote that goes along with it. Now, the footnotes are not inspired, but they are the fruit of countless thousands of hours of study. You do that. Do that for one book. You say, I didn't get it all. Okay, do it again. That's why it may be good to start with a short book. And just keep doing that. And before long, you will gradually have a better grasp of God's Word than most pastors in the world. I promise you. Another lesson. Learn the lesson of filling your mind. While you're working on gradually building your understanding of the Bible, also work on memorizing key passages. You say, oh, you, you haven't been inside my head. It's fossilizing. I can't memorize like I used to. I can't memorize like I used to. I, I went for, for two years memorizing 70 new Greek words every single week, and I never missed one on the weekly quiz. I don't do that anymore. It's harder. So take your time. You know, you can memorize one, then you can move on to another one. And pick your battles. Pick the key spots. I mean, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. You can memorize that. You can memorize for by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not as a result of worse, works, lest anyone should boast. You know, if, if right now you can recite five verses from memory, well, I'll bet you in five weeks from now, you could probably recite six, maybe even ten. Just start filling your mind. Notice how Stephen had that balance of the big picture overview and certain key passages. Here's another one. Learn the lesson of Christ-centeredness. When he was falsely accused, Stephen didn't ever get dragged off into the weeds of debating the accusations. Instead, he turned the conversation to what it was really all about Jesus and what He did for us. Just keep speaking truth in love. When I walked through a season of being falsely accused of things and I was buried under a mountain of lies, I was encouraged by good friends who said, don't go, bad, don't go arguing about that stuff. Let your excellence be your defense. That's what Stephen did. He kept pointing to God and to His Word. Or as 1 Thessalonians says, as you walk and please God, excel still more. Work on the good things. Here's another lesson from Stephen's example. The lesson of using biblical examples. He was not shy about using examples from the Bible about people who sinned. And sometimes people become convicted by seeing the parallels between themselves and others and finding out that, well, I'm not the only one that has this anger problem. I'm not the only one that has this lust problem. I'm not the only one that has this fill-in-the-blank problem. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.